morning, everybody. Tom here from Fit Dad Philosophy with a new episode of Monday Meditations. It's been quite a while, um, but we've been back with a show um, last week, and now I'm here on a Monday morning with the Monday Meditations, and I've been quite excited to bring this one to you since Saturday. And um, it's really going to be focusing on meditation, but probably in a completely different way to what you expect. I'm not talking about sitting quietly, legs crossed, eyes closed. I'm talking about really thinking um, into our own lives and into the roots and causes and origins of a lot of the behaviors and attitudes and emotions that we have as men. Um, often we don't talk about these things and um, they go unaddressed and unthought of because there's so much noise around us. And uh, there's a little bit of a backstory as why I chose this topic. I have actually another podcast planned already for the first Monday meditations, but I'm going to let that wait till next week because this one I think is so important for us to start with and has had a significant impact on me since Saturday morning. So I was driving towards a duathlon, across duathlon, about three hours away from my home and uh, my kids didn't come with me. So I was all alone. And uh, at first I got in the car and I tried to phone a mate. And then once I didn't get through, I thought of phoning somebody else. Um, and then I thought, uh, why don't I listen to a podcast or possibly an audio book? And I caught myself just wanting to have something going on, to be consuming something, to be doing something, listening to something, needing the noise. And when I realized that, I thought to myself, hang on, I've got this chance to be quiet. I've got this chance to think. I've got this chance to be on my own, undistracted by anything else. Why don't I cut out all the noise? Why don't I be by myself? Why don't I start delving deeper into myself and also just be present and enjoy the drive with the autumn uh, weather at the moment and how the trees are looking and the, it was a misty morning and even just the sounds of the cars and just being there in that moment. So I tried that, but it felt really uncomfortable after a little while, you know, and I thought, well, this is going to be a long drive. So maybe I should just do it for a little while, but I resolved myself to do it for longer and um, so I cut out all the noise. Cell phone, didn't look at it, decided I wasn't going to look at uh, my phone besides for messages from my wife. Possibly my little daughter wasn't feeling great. But apart from that, I'd resolved to do that, not to call anyone, not to listen to a podcast, not to listen to music, <laughs> nothing. Um, and just to sit there on my own with my thoughts. And as I said, I got uncomfortable and I wanted to I still found myself reaching for my phone, reaching for uh, the radio or the CD player in my, well, it's not a CD player or radio anymore, is it? Uh, what do we call it? The system in my car. Um, and then I had to remind myself, Tom, you're not going to do this. So that went on for a while. And after that, once the noise from the outside had, um, had ceased, the noise on the inside started. So no longer was I distracted or um, focused on outside things and inputs coming in. All of a sudden, my own mind started jumping um, in and started distracting me and pulling me in all different directions. And although obviously I wanted to think, there's a different type of thought. It was a thought of things outside me. So it was thinking about my twins and uh, my ex and problems we have to solve there. 
then my mind jumped to this podcast to, oh, how am I going to express this? This is really a, an interesting exercise. And maybe I want to share this with you guys, which I'm doing now. But my mind started planning that. It started jumping to the Fit Dad Syndicate, which we run, which is a course that we run as well um, online. And I started thinking about that and the module this week that we're doing. And, and my mind started to plan that. Then it jumped to school. And so eventually I just, I laughed at myself. I was like, wow. So once the noise outside stopped, the noise inside started. And uh, so I try to pull myself away from that and just be in the present moment. And that's how I did it. I started, as I said, looked at the trees, just focused on the road um, and stopped, stopped all the noise and realized that I'm so addicted. First of all, to all these inputs, I'm addicted to some things which are not so bad. I'm addicted to reading and listening to podcasts and listening to audiobooks, which are all great when done intentionally and, and definitely enrich my life and definitely have led to where I am today. So there's nothing, I'm not vilifying these things, but the fact that I need them the whole time, that it's hard for me to sit on my own with myself, um, showed me how addicted to I am and, and how much I'm not going deep inside myself. And once I stopped that, I realized the unsettling feeling in my chest or within myself. And, and, and possibly then you, then I started to notice the thoughts that were going through my mind and how unsettled they were. And uh, once I stopped those thoughts from going around, then finally I started to just be for a while. And um, once that inside noise and planning and devising and scheming stopped or reminiscing stopped, I realized that the work could start to begin and truth started to sink in. And so what I was able to do was then reflect on my life. And I decided to go right from the moment I was born. And I wanted to look back at the reasons why I have certain attitudes in my life and the reasons why I have certain beliefs about myself um, that seem to be so automatic pilot. So why I have these, this need to always be doing something, this need to always have some input, this unsettled feeling, some of the emotions that are unhelpful um, and unconducive to being the father and the husband that I want to be, um, why I need affirmation or approval of other people. And um so I was able to reflect on who I am right now and, and the areas that I'm working on. And it's, it's, been, it's been encouraging to see the progress I've made with the things I've been doing. But I knew I had to go deeper and I knew I had to take time. And I recognized this for a time that I can do that. So as I was um, reflecting on myself, I realized there's a lot of things that I don't know about myself because, um, you know, we don't remember what happened to us as a child. So I broke my rule, but because I had been sitting quietly enough, I was able to do something very intentionally, which was phone my mother, who um, is in England. And so I gave my mom a call and I asked her about how things were from when I was born. Um, and even before I was born, because I think that affects us as well. And um, how it was when I was one and two and the play group that I went to where I remember somehow that a, a woman there was not was unkind to me and she told me the story about that and she told me about my father and her relationship and she told me about how she was doing at that time and the struggles she had with me and then we traced through three or four and the other um crashes and play groups that i went to in nursery schools and what happened there and then we were able to discuss other things and and getting that um information then 
helped me to build a bit more of a picture of how I then started showing up um, at the times I could then remember. And um, it was amazing. And after we rung up, I um, then still had about an hour and a half left on my journey. And um, I spent that time really delving into um, these early times of my life and also into just how I am these days and the areas that I can link to that. So I was able to trace back um, some of the behavior that um, I've discovered and some of the attitudes and beliefs that I've had for a long, long time. I'm 43 now going on 44 in January and have never really done this and um, never really took the time when I drive to be quiet. I mean, that was a good time. It, it is hard in daily life to do it, but when you have an opportunity like that, I think it's important just to meditate and meditate on our lives and to go deeper to discover who we are and why we are how we are. I think without that, we are operating on a very superficial level and then kind of putting band-aids over things and all the things we do, which naturally have a positive effect. The morning routine that I've just done, the evening routine that I did last night, getting enough sleep, um, exercising, eating healthy. These things are all important, reading. But unless we're going to go deep and we're going to find the sources of these um, pathological behaviors, attitudes, beliefs, things that are really harming us and are, are kind of keeping us uh, chasing after the wind, so to speak, or looking for noise outside to heal us, to make us feel better, to help us to feel like life is good. Um, it's not going to lead us to where we need to be. And we need to be able to be quiet on our own, calm for a lengthy period of time. So I did the duathlon, which was very challenging indeed, and very muddy. And um, so three and a half or four hours later, I got back in the car and I drove back and I resolved to do the same thing. And so I thought a bit longer and I then spoke to my wife on the phone quickly just to check in with her. And I talked to her about that work I'm doing. And that was really beneficial as well. So she was able to, and this might be something that's hard, harder for you to do at the moment. And um, maybe you don't want to do it at first. I think you can keep this for yourself and work through it a bit more. But I was on the phone with her anyway, and I just told her a little bit what I was doing. And, and she really appreciated that, actually, and was very grateful that I was doing something like that, that I was spending the time. She's so used to me being on podcasts and <laughs> listening to audiobooks as I walk around the house or mow the lawn that she was so surprised that I was able to do that. And once I got off the phone with her, then I traced my whole childhood and my whole times at primary school and my whole times at high school and then afterwards. And it was amazing to just think about these events in my life and these behaviors that I was doing and the way people responded to me and the atmosphere in the home at those times and the things that impacted me and to come to the conclusion and which really brought me a lot of peace was that a lot of people in my life where we had negative um, impacts or negative interactions was a lot because these people didn't know better and because they weren't happy and because they didn't know how to relate to me um, whatever behaviors I had developed. And that was quite freeing that it's just, it's not your fault. It's not you. It's, it's not, um, it's not because you were not enough. It's not because you were a bad person. It's not because you were lacking. It was because the people around you from the moment you were born weren't able to support you in your optimal growth. And once you start understanding that you can separate yourself from the events of your childhood, from the thoughts of your childhood, from the behaviors and attitudes that you had as a child. And most importantly, I was able to trace a lot, or if not most of the things in my life now that I want to deal with back to 
all those things that have happened to me, but it took time. It took hours. It took five hours, you know, sitting there and thinking, and then being able to think about where I am at this point in time and thinking about the thoughts that occupy my mind and thinking about the actions of my day and thinking about my interactions and my relationships with my children and my wife and my emotions and how my life situation is and then how my life is, how I'm showing up, how I'm experiencing this life and being able to see that and draw those conclusions only came because I took the time because I switched off the noise outside um, and dug deep. And I think that this is something that we all need to do. We need to take time. We need to switch it off. We need to stop watching so much TV. We need to stop having to listen to stuff all the time. Sometimes we need to stop buying the latest book and listening to the latest podcast. We need to delve into our own minds. It's only us that can do this work. We, it can't be done by another author or a podcast host. It cannot be done by a blog or an Instagram inspirational uh, influencer. Um, it can only be done by you and it can only be done by me in our own lives. And that requires switching off the distractions from the outside. And then it means switching off the distractions from the inside where we're so focused on what's going to happen in the future and oh, what's, happen what's happening now and how am I going to deal with it and being reactionary instead of really taking the time to go back, find out where we come from, why we are who we are. And um, I've got a couple of quotes from As A Man Thinkers because I read that book um, this morning and just found so many quotes that kind of really pertain to this. And I mean, he puts it far more eloquently uh, than I do. But um, it also just shows that we need to delve deep, you know, all the way. And this takes time and this takes no inputs and no distractions, as I've said, inside and out. So I'm just going to read a couple of things from that book just to end off here. I didn't want this to be too long, but I think it's so important to really get to the, get to the heart of this thing and to encourage you guys to do this. So he says, man is always the master, even in his weaker and most abandoned state. But in his weakness and degradation, he is foolish master who misgoverns his household. Household is himself as well. When he begins to reflect upon his condition and to search diligently for the law upon which he is being established, he then becomes the wise master, directing his energies with intelligence and fashioning his thoughts to fruitful issues. Such is the conscious master. And man can only become thus by discovering within himself the laws of thought, which discovery is totally a matter of application, self-analysis and experience. Only by much searching and mining are gold and diamonds obtained, and man can find every truth connected with his being if he will dig deep into the mine of his soul, and that he is the maker of his character, the molder of his life, and the builder of his destiny. If he will watch, control, and alter his thoughts, tracing their effects upon himself, upon others, and upon his life and circumstances, linking cause and effect by patient practice and investigation, and utilizing his every experience, even to the most trivial everyday occurrence, as a means of obtaining that knowledge of himself, which is understanding, wisdom, and power. In this direction, as in no other, is the law absolute that he that seeks finds, and he that knocks the door will be open to him. For only by patience, practice, and ceaseless importunity can man enter the door of the temple of knowledge. So as you can see, tracing thoughts to, to our past, tracing back the cause and effect of why we are the way we are, even the most trivial everyday occurrence as well. So it's really like analyzing the past, analyzing the presence, how we're showing up, and not making it only to the big events, but also the smaller events. Um, 
but that really takes time and that takes effort, you know, because to de delve deeper to little things that we don't even know are the cause um, of what we are um, makes a massive difference. And he goes on to say that, so a man, so may a man tend the garden of his mind, weeding out all the wrong, useless and impure thoughts and cultivating towards perfection, the flowers and fruits of right, useful and pure, pure thoughts. By pursuing this process, a man sooner or later discovers that he is the master gardener of his soul, the director of his life. He also reveals within himself the laws of thought and understands with ever-increasing accuracy how the thought forces and mind elements operate in shaping of his character, circumstances of his and his destiny. So if we don't take time to think and develop the right thinking in our minds and go back into um, the reasons why we are and do that work and meditate, um, our thoughts are always going to be all over the place and they're not going to be directed by ourselves. And when our thoughts aren't directed in the right way, uh, because we haven't taken the time to really analyze and dig deep, we're always going to be operating in a subpar um, manner. So I really encourage you guys, switch off, turn off, get alone, switch off your own mind, stop scheming, stop planning, <laughs> stop worrying and take the time to sit and really meditate on your life and go deep. And if you don't know certain things, get hold of your mom and dad, you know, I'm sure that they'd love to share certain things with you. Um, and if not, then do your best to really think about those days and think about the way you felt and think about the emotions you had and think about the events. And another wonderful thing was that I really found that there was way more positive in my past than I remember when I just gloss over it. When I think about certain aspects or certain places I was, there's a negative tinge on that because we are usually, as they say, five times more likely to focus on the negative than the positive. And once I went through and did a bit of an inventory, I started realizing that every year had its great uh, great things in it and very positive experiences and every stage of my life had its negatives and downs but even reminiscing on some of the awkward moments as a teenager or all these kind of things brought a smile to my face and so it kind of changed uh the um, impression that i have about many of those years and after that drive when i got home i i felt a lot lighter and i felt that um i had started a process that I had started a real process in changing my life. This won't be the last time I do that. Um, I'm definitely going to do it again. Um, I think what happened to me is that I wrote this little quote, and I'll end with that, is what I came up with this quote this morning after reading a little bit and thinking about this. It says, you cannot judge yourself until you have dug so deep, you have discovered why you are the way you are, do the things you do, and have this life you do. And I think what happens is we judge ourselves so harshly because we don't, understand where we come from and why we are the way that we are and that it's not our fault that doesn't mean that we don't take responsibility for our actions and make um, this life beautiful and own it and i'm doing that i'm not going to blame my parents i'm not going to blame anyone from my past because that's not going to help either but it helps me to stop judging myself just like i wouldn't or i shouldn't judge anybody else because i don't know their path how can we judge ourselves when we don't know our own story inside and out so dig deep guys get to know your own story and um yeah i hope you guys have got something out of this and that you get on the pro process if you want to delve deeper into these topics guys um come and join us in the fit dad academy the fit dad syndicate which is an online community where we talk about these kind of things and do this kind of deep work with uh, joshua who, who um hosts uh, the other podcast with me during this week 
Um, thanks so much for listening, guys. Share this podcast with other guys. Let's get this out there. This is the kind of thing that really leads to change in our lives and helps us to be the men and fathers that we are capable of. Um, and as this is called the Fit Dad philosophy, we, we're talking about physical, mental, and most importantly, emotional health. So have an excellent week, guys. Mm-hmm.